excited to be back. You are listening to a fresh perspective on business podcast with me, Laura Leyland, the best sister, and Tony Greenwood. I uh, ho 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 seasons greetings everybody. Well, that's what you. Were, I thought you were calling me names then. No, You're calling me a ho ho ho. It's not that sort of podcast. No, it's not. Uh, welcome everybody. It is fresh outside. It is cold, but it's warm in here in the Creative Individual Studio where, if you didn't know, they create powerful digital content and that's what we're doing right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It feels like I've not been here for ages. Well, you've not been well, that's why. I haven't been well at all. No. I hate being ill. I just don't deal with it very well because it doesn't happen very often. I mm. touch wood, although I have been quite ill a lot in the two, last two months because other people keep infecting me. Stop infecting, Stop Laura, please. please. Just go to the doctors and get some antibiotics or some... I've had to go to Dazda this morning to get some Corvonia and Jakemans. Corvonia! My guitar is going... Yeah, exactly. And I, and I sang that at the till and people frowned. And I'm like, well, whatever. Oh, yeah, I've got a bit of a cough and an itchy throat. I blame Tom. Tom at work, because he's always ill. So I've had is to have a chat with him. I'm like, right, you're <laughs> always ill. Are you looking after yourself? I feel like he's second mother. What symptoms does he have when he's ill? Cough, cold, low moves, sneeze. So is he getting is he is his is his diet right? No. And he's going out all the time because he's a young, young whippersnapper. Well, he's not that young. So I'm like, right, what do we do? He's like, well, I like pink lady apples, but I don't buy them unless my mum buys them because they're expensive. So I've got him some pink lady apples no, in work. I've got some grapes and some bananas. Right. I've got a fruit bowl now. Thank you. It's actually Tony's cel- fruit bowl. It's an empty celebrations box. Okay, we're so we're halfway there. Tony's been campaigning for a fresh fruit bowl since yeah. the summer. And finally, on the 16th of, well, probably, on the... Um, on the tenth of December, we've got one. Yes. So I'll I'll take I am going to take a bit of credit for that. Okay. Yeah. You can. So hopefully Tom will be ill less, and he will infect me less, and then I will be ill less. Stop being ill, Tom. There you go. But carry on with your LinkedIn videos because they're brilliant. Well, they are good. This episode is episode number one hundred and twenty-three of a Fresh Perspective on Business podcast. Laura, what is that in Spanish, please? You know what? I've not double checked it, so I'm just going to have to go with what I think. <laughs> Normally, I think when it is, and I just check it with Google just to make sure I'm right. Well, you're you're you are a, a Spanish interpreter, so you'll know exactly what it is. Okay, episodio numero ciento veinte y tres. Thank you. That was more words than I was expecting. Then, did you like my Spanish rendition last week? Yeah, I enjoyed it. A I lot. went a little bit camp, but quite enjoyed it at the same. I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, this is usually the point in the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, where we finish the introduction and we like to share with everybody what's been going down in the uh, fresh world at the moment. But I've been told by Laura this morning, we've got to curtail that to 10 or 15 minutes because we just get we just get waylaid with nattering, don't we, and stories and we stuff. We do, and I think people like it, but some people might want the actual good stuff, the tips, advice, the wisdom. What's this podcast about, Laura? <laughs> It's called No. It is called No. After the Megan Trainer song. Who's Megan Trainer? She's all about the bass. Oh, is she? Yes, I know. She's all about, about the, the bass. About, about the bass. No treble. No, no treble. Got yeah, you. Well, Thank she you, has Megan. A song. It's like, uh, what is it? Um, my name is No. My sign is No. My number is No. You need to let it go. And then she goes, No, 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 no. I'm too old for that. Mm. Okay. Uh, but, um, so it's about saying no. Yeah, it's very important. It is very important. I probably don't do it enough. Correct. I don't do it enough. Bet you don't do it enough. 
Uh, I've learnt two. Very good. Yes. So you'll be full of the tips and the wisdom. Um, I've just thought of a tip now, so I'm going to write it there down. But what, before I ask you, um, tell me something. There's a lot of exciting things on this little <laughs> There's a lot of exciting things on this list. What's the one that intrigues me the most? Is Tanya Bardsley. Do you know who she is? No, that's why. And I always encourage Laura not to say anything about the stuff that she puts on the schedule because I want to hear these stories live so you can get my live reaction. Go. <laughs> so, we went to a networking event, like Christmas events. We don't necessarily go to the networking events, but there was a Christmas do. We thought, let's go. We took a table of freshies, and Tanya Bardsley was what the guest speaker. So, she's on Real Housewives of Cheshire. Oh, but oh, she's still Phil Barsley's wife then, she must be. Yes. He used to play for Burnley. So, but apparently she's now a life coach. Wow, sure. Yes, I was surprised at this. And she has a book. Okay. Now, I, I wasn't sure whether to mention it because I don't want to be seen like I'm bashing women and don't, I'm, don't I'm don't taking the mick out no. of people. But <laughs> oh. it's hard not to. Oh, no. no, so we went and we had a nice time. Food was great. They were proper on the ball at Ribby Hall with my allergies. Thank Shout you, Ribby out Hall. to those guys. Thanks, Food Ribby. was great. Um, and then the lady who was running the event came over. She's like, do you want to meet Tanya Bardsley? And I, I can't say it's top of my list of priorities. And I didn't want to be one of these people that look like a, a groupie. But I thought, come on, we'll go and say hiya. She's like, have a picture with them. I'm like, well, you know, it'll make good content. Yeah, of course. So a few of us went over and, and then... I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden we were buying one of her books. Did you? Yes. Good sale there. Well done, Tanya. Yeah. Like yeah, style. Yeah, smashed it. We did, I feel like I didn't have a choice. But we only bought one, okay. uh, which was £10. Oh, so not... No, but not she, she did the speaking slot, and I still t still now I'm not sure what her speaking slot was about. Oh. It, <laughs> yeah. It was bizarre. I mean, she's a really nice lady, and she's been through some crap. Sure and is. so it's nice to hear about a story, but it was like having, been, having a talk with a Labrador. It was like she just had other thoughts, and she would bring them in. And I know she has ADHD. She oh, talks about she? that really openly. But oh, okay. And then she got really nervous, and I thought, wow, you've been on telly. And you get nervous. It made me feel okay that I get nervous. It's yeah. all right. Nerves are good. means you care. It was... It was interesting, okay. and, and she did a good job despite being nervous, and I think a lot of people in the audience resonated with her, but um, it was interesting. And a book, a book is not, I don't, I don't really want to talk, I don't think I Let's want to talk, talk about, about it, because I don't want people to think I'm mean. No, you're not mean. Like she's wrote a book, that is, that is epic. Well done, well done Tanya, and well done Phil, good, uh, good footballer in his time, <laughs> um, but if you're listening. Sorry, um, I feel like that was a rubbish story, because I feel like I can't go full force. That's fine. Tell me uh, about the Christmas markets that you went to last week, please. Oh, yeah. Went to the Christmas markets with the team. And it was so much fun. Um, although we were on a bit of a mission to find red sausages. Why? For Terrell. What? what? So, you know, there's like... first. You've been German, German. All yeah. over the show. Yeah. And I found one that was gluten-free. Great. So I had that. And they had to chop it up like a child's plate. They just chopped up this half a metre long sausage in small pieces because I can't have the bread. Oh. And Cheryl's like, I need a red so red sausages. I'm like, there's no red sausages. Just, there's so many different types of sausages. She's like, no, there's one place that does red sausages. I'm like, oh my God. So we're scouring the entire Christmas market. Oh and then we found these red sausages. And Cheryl bought two massive sausages. And she had one in each. <laughs> She's oh, no, no. <laughs> it's a family. Fighting sausages. Yeah. Oh, one and then the other, one and then the other. And I can't believe she had them both. 
Well, she's got a big appetite, had, Cheryl. We had mulled worm, hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. Oh, yeah, it was really Very good. good. I enjoyed the markets. I've not been for a few years, but it was good. Mm, this is excellent. Um, I feel like none of my stories are funny. <laughs> okay, you pick one then. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny about Home Bargains? Yeah. Um, I went to Home Bargains this week on my way back from a meeting at... Um, FC United of Manchester, not Manchester United FC, FC United in Manchester. Because I just, I was on my way back and I, I dropped into Starbucks at Middlebrook just to do a bit of work, have a brew and a different environment for work. And I walked in and, I, and I, I like, I like people watching and I like home bargains because the product is so much, there's so much diversification on product and there's some value there, isn't there? So you get a range mm. of human beings through the interesting door. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, amongst other things, the thing that made me laugh the most was there was a fairly oldish lady there in a wheelchair with her daughter. And they're in the the, the home bit aisle, so the air fresheners and smellies and all that sort of stuff. And they're obviously in the market for some kind of air freshener product. And the mum, I don't know, she's 80, she she, she had a bit of banter about her, so she picks this up, sprays it in the air and says, this is the one, I think this is the one we want. And the daughter goes, Mum, you can't even smell anything. I'm just chuckling all the way around. So many fantastic characters in, in Home Bargains. Oh, just, it is a funny place. Because yeah, all kinds of different people go in for different reasons and you get a real blend of people. Real blend of product also, don't you? Yeah, so we were, our microwave's broken at work, which is really oh. sad. Because we all eat a lot of food. What? Oh, you'll, well, you have to get a new well, one. Well, Heather, oh. she doesn't like us putting her cup in the dishwasher. Why? It's got gold bits on it. Oh. But she, think, she then doesn't follow the, I don't put it in the dishwasher because it's got gold bits on it. I don't want them to come off because it's like metal. Probably shouldn't put it in. Okay. But then puts it in the microwave. Uh, um, okay. And then and then she took it out of the microwave. Obviously, it was piping hot because it's metal. And so she drops it in the Coffee went everywhere. And then the microwave, we couldn't get the microwave to work. So we're heating up our food for dinner. I've got, luckily, I've got like a hot plate and a fry pan. I'm like tipping my food into the pan oh, to heat up. But no. we've got a new one now, okay. so it's okay. Um, yeah. And then she was printing whilst we're doing the fresh tivity. I don't think they had printers in Nazareth. They, they didn't have printers in Nazareth. <laughs> no. If they had to. <laughs> Didn't no, it's not authentic. I mean, I know they probably don't have a fresh perspective sign either or a Christmas tree. No, but but they've had (laughs) trees and signs. You're going, um, oh, Heather, I know you're going, you're going away for the uh, weekend, aren't you? When are you going and what are you doing? And someone's getting married. Who is it, please? I'm going today. Oh, um, down south. Um, Peter, my boyfriend, his best mate's getting married, and Pete's the best man. Prague. Yes. Got you. Oh, he's going on. He's got another stag dude that he's booking for early next year. I'm like, why are all your friends just suddenly getting married? <laughs> and then why do I? Why not, not going to the Hindus? Why are not getting married on the Hindus? This is really shit. God, bastards. God, Pete, you need to propose, and then I can oh. have a Hindu. <laughs> I mean, when is he going to put a ring on it? Um, I hope we have a good time at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> is Emily going to it as well? No. She's going to another one. Yeah, she's going somewhere else that's random. Shrewsbury, Shropshire. She's not got she's not gone 
I said, do you want to go walking this morning? And she said, no, because I'm going to a wedding. She's already set off. So well, I've not yeah, gone walking with her. She is on route. Mm. But yeah, Pete's the best man. It's the first time he's done it. It's, it's his best man speech. How was he, he feeling about his speech? He's feeling nervous. Yeah. But you know, he's a good storyteller, isn't he? He's funny. Oh. But he does have a tendency, like me, to add in a lot more words and talk for a lot longer than you, than you should. So he was like, how is this? How is it? We went on a walk and he was practicing it. And I'm like, no, no, no. He went, did you find that funny? I'm like, yeah, he went, well, fucking laugh. Yeah, but the problem is... I'm like, all right, sorry, I'm, I'm just kind of checking it for, like, content. I wasn't responding. But like Dave Skull says, when he did that comedy course at, with the, the Lagan Foundation, yeah. once someone hears it one or two times, they know what's coming, and it's just not fu- yeah. it's just not funny, right? Yeah. So... And I was like... Sorry, Pete, I'm sure you listen to the podcast. Lord, it made it, but your speech will be brilliant. It will be brilliant, but I'm like, this story's too long, and it's not about the groom, so we need to... Nip it down. Because well. it's like it's this other guy's wedding. He's like, oh, yeah, I didn't think about that. I'm like, you need short, snappy. You need a bit of information. Pow! bit of information. Pow! I imagine Pete is a brilliant deliverer of a speech, yeah. though. He's, he's a good storyteller. Yes, he will be. So He'll yeah. be excellent. So we'll be practising it later when we're on our way to London. <laughs> London town? I'm like, how many times do you reckon you could practise it in four hours? Well, but eight. It'll be word perfect by the time we get there. It will. Well, good luck, Pete. Oh, I've got something exciting to say as well. I know, you're going to tell me about Channel 4, eh? Mm, Oh, no. Okay, (laughs) go carry on. We're in Lancashire Live again, and the Freshies winners are in Lancashire Live. Oh, are they? This this episode, not episode, what's the word? Uh, Edition. Edition. Yeah, in the new Lancashire Live, he's got a Robin on the front, so everyone who's listening... Robin McMillan? No, our Robin, a red breast. (laughs) Christmas bird. I was going to say, that is some PR from him at Millen's on the front of Lancashire Line. He doesn't even live in Lancashire. He should be on the front cover. Um, well, no. So anyone who won a Freshies Award this year are featured with their name and their business name in yes. Lancashire Life, which is amazing. Dive. And well the TV good. proposal has gone over to Channel 4. Channel 4, Channel 4 baby. Not ICBB or BBC3. Channel 4. Oh. Mainstream. Wow. Wow. It, hopefully it'll be like first dates, but for recruitment. Can't really? give too much away because I don't want anyone to steal our idea. No, people are bastards like that as well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. <laughs> they <laughs> are, though, aren't they? They are. So we're so going to be famous next year. Great. Um, we've re- we've we've been pushing on YouTube as well <laughs> because I've realised that that is that is how we're going to get famous. So I've updated the about section on YouTube. So it starts with we wanted to be famous, so we created a YouTube channel. Yeah. Whilst we are realising now those lofty ambitions, we do a bit of recruitment on the side. Okay. Are we getting on with your YouTube platform? Yeah, it's good. All we've right. been putting shorts on YouTube shorts, yeah, which is a thing, which is just like reels and stories. Oh, on I see that sometimes. Yeah, that the, the, the you put on Instagram. Well. The, 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 yeah, okay. Let me have a look. Well, we put one on, of, you know the shit, shit, shit TikTok <coughs> that we did yes. that went viral? Yeah. That's had loads of views already on really? YouTube. Yeah, 6,000 views. I feel like I need to get involved with TikTok. You do? It's mo- it's very much fun. Didn't even make any sense. No, it didn't much fun. But yeah, shall we? So what have this you been up to? Uh, Nothing. I'll be honest with you, I've been watching Harry and Meghan, which I've been enjoying. Is it good? Yes. Um, I went to Preston last weekend to watch the World Cup, which was disappointing, because England got beat. Uh, But they played really well. Not really surprised, if I'm being honest. Uh, They never, ever bring it back, do they? But the girls do. 
And uh, we did it. We had a product. Okay, we're breezing on past that. <laughs> they were very unfortunate. They played really well. They played really well. Yeah. Against France. Did you watch the game? No. Okay. <laughs> and um, I great... watch women's football, but I'm just a bit bored with the boys' football. I feel like oh. it's boring. Well, that's okay, isn't it? It's, men's football isn't for everyone, is it? No. I'm, I mean, I'd like it if it was exciting. I feel like they just, they're not attacky enough for my liking. Okay. I feel like you need to play to win. Mm. Not play to defend, which is what they're really good at. Well, they think they're really good at, but clearly not. If you want any more football I punditry, feel like I should be then, football coach. Then <laughs> please reach out to Vicky Taylor on LinkedIn, and Laura would love to come and coach your like, team. Or be, be a pundit. Aggressive. <laughs> be e aggressive. <laughs> Go forward. Talk. Score more goals. Basically, yeah. Come on. What are you doing? Attack. <laughs> Attack is the best form of defense. What are you doing? It is. One final thing for me before we go on to the topic of saying no mm. is um, a, a good success story from the business this week is that we've gone live with well, our partnership with Fight Disciples, who I might have mentioned last week. Um, we've done a, a white label beer collaboration with them and Ooh. they launched it in Las Vegas. Wowzers! I put it on LinkedIn yesterday morning. Well, I've not seen it. Yes. Well, don't look now. You're going to look now anyway. So... Um, Nick and Adam from the um, UFC coverage for BT Sport in the UK. Ooh. And they went out last weekend, uh, yeah, last weekend to do some work for UFC 282, which is the final pay-per-view of the year. So they uh, put it on. Uh, oh, my goodness. The, so they took some of the beers to Las Vegas to do some promo and um, do some videos and shoots oh, and all that sort of stuff. Why don't you get to go? Because... I'm not a journalist or a broadcaster in that. <gasps> you are a broadcaster. Yeah, but not in the world of UFC. Maybe the UFC London is well. No, UFC two eight six is happening in London in March, and I want to. I'm going to go to that. Going to go to that. Okay. So that's all from this me. Is excellent news. Thank you, Laura, for those kind words. <laughs> no we're gonna, problem. Today we're going to talk about saying no. Yeah. And Laura's going to intro this because. Um, well, because I think she should, and she's brilliant at it, and far better than me. So I don't say no enough, and 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 it's really, really important. I always give other people the advice. I'm like, listen, if you're feeling burnt out, overwhelmed, and you're absolutely knackered, your bucket is empty, <clears throat> you've got nothing left to give. Don't go to that event. Go, don't do that. Don't work late. Say no more. Mm. But then I don't take my own advice. Why? I don't know. I'm not good at taking my own advice. Do I'm as not I sure say. Many people are. That phrase, do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. I say that to my kids all the time. Uh -huh. I do, because, yeah, because I do. But it's very, very true, because you can't be all things to all people all the time, can you? No, and sometimes you have to be the person to yourself, sometimes. Like, I felt, maybe not this week, last week, or then the week before, I felt really overwhelmed, like, very stressed, could cry at any point, which is wow. how, how stress manifests itself in me. I get really emotional and I just felt like I couldn't, I was, every, a lot of people in my circle, at work, in my social circle, were struggling and I was dealing with their problems. Yeah, see, you it can't, was, you've no capacity. No, it was really busy at work with the freshies and I was trying to get sales in for November and I just felt like I was going to have a breakdown. I couldn't take on Shh. any more stuff. And like some people reached out to me and I actually said, I I'm really sorry, but I I'm, can't deal yeah. with this. I can't help you today because I'm 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 really struggling myself, and I never say that. And it, the impact it had on the people I said it to 
was actually positive. And I was worried that it would go down wrong and they'd be upset with me and they'd not want to be my friend anymore. Oh. They took it really well and then they wanted to support me. And it and I just cancelled all my plans that weekend. I retreated. I spent some time with Peter and we just did lovely things together, dead chilled, and I felt loads better. And it's because I said no, which I never do in my personal life. I always feel like I should go to this and I should do that, even though I don't really want to or... or because I'm maybe not fancy it or I'm absolutely knackered or I don't feel well, I always in my head think, I should go because I feel like I'm letting people down. Really? Mm. I don't mind saying no to stuff. Really? Yeah, because if you go into an event or something outside of business and people people are expecting Laura to turn up, right? And I'm using inverted commas here. And if she does, you know, it wouldn't be f- it wouldn't be fair, would it? If you just turned up fifty percent of yourself, no, that's dragging true. yourself, kicking and screaming, going, say, I wish I didn't have to go to this, and putting a face on someone, going, Are you all right? And then all of a sudden you're having a conversation, but you just be- you're best 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 going. Do you know what, kids? I don't fancy it today. I do find it hard. Like I said it to you, that we were supposed to go to an event, weren't we? And I and I oh, said I yeah. can't come, and I felt I felt awful, and I hate doing it, but. It really helped. So that's why I wanted to do the podcast about it because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that feel obligated and responsibility, especially if the, you're the one in your group that, I don't know, sometimes I do feel like the glue that holds things together. Oh. Um, but then I think people just forget that sometimes you might be struggling because you you don't show it very often. And so it's, it is really important in those situations for you to say, I can't do this or I'm struggling or whatever. And whatever you feel comfortable with, but you don't have to do it. And I feel like it would really help with your mental health, well-being, your performance at work, in business. It'll help with your personal life. You'll sleep better. You'll just feel more positive overall just by saying no, but it is hard to do. But it's also recognising the signs. Yeah, definitely. Recognising the signs that you are... I won't say... Yeah, to recognising the signs to avoid burnout. And before you get to that point where you're like... You're Bit if, on the brink. You feel like you're going to cry all the time. <laughs> it's like, right, let me just rewind. Let me just step away from a few things here. There's only so many hours in the day. What do I want to give my time to? And look yeah. after your own well-being. You Very to, important. If you don't look after your own well-being, you can't rely on other people to do it because they need to look after their well-being. So if everyone is struggling, which I do get the vibe at the moment that people are, yes, then everyone is trying to sort their own shit out. And so you need to do the same. You can't, and I know that I can't always be the one that fixes everything and helps everybody else. Sometimes I need to fix my own stuff and take care of myself, which sounds selfish, but sometimes you need to be selfish, don't you? So yeah. that you can be there for other people. Because if I had a breakdown, I can't be there for anybody else. No. So what would Louis do? Exactly. Louis the dog, by the way, rather than a, um, it's a person. <laughs> And so it's it's important in business as well. So oh my co- God, I was just going to say that. Oh my God, it's <sighs> like one brain. <laughs> it's really important. I work in a sales environment and it's really important to qualify opportunities in or qualify them out because what you don't want to be doing is spending all your time on a piece of business or on an opportunity with an organisation that actually, selfishly, is it worth your while? Is it going to bring you the return that you want for your business? Is it the right type of... Um, is it the right type of client? Is it the right type of business for you? Are they, you know, are they the t- type of business that you want to work with? Are they brand? New? And, and it's really important that you qualify that right from the get go. And I'm yeah. a huge. I used to um, impress this on the on the 
the team a few years ago. No, it's just as important to qualify opportunities out than or, or, or qualify them in. Because you want to be spending on time on the stuff that you want to be working on that you know that you, your, your, your skill set is akin to and that you can get a return on. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Because not all business is right for you. No. And, and that's okay. It is okay. And I think it's one of the biggest lessons that I took on in business. At the beginning, when we said, oh, we said yes to everything. Yes to all business because we're like, oh, my God, people want to work with us. And we quickly realised that that was not the right thing to do. But it isn't. Because we realised that we needed to, like you've just said, qualify the leads and the business first. Speak to the people more and get to know them because some people are dicks. Well, some people can be challenging. <laughs> some people can be racist. Some people are rude. Some people are sexist, ageist, all, uh, so discriminatory mm. and prejudiced. Mm. And that is not the right kind of people for us as a recruitment business. When Absolutely you're dealing with not. Or diverse range of people trying to find them jobs. And we realise that taking on the wrong client has takes up so much time and energy and prevents you from finding more better clients because you, you just caught up with trying to solve all this situation and, and deal with the negativity. So the people might not be right. The work might not be right. And, it, and it's, you need to recognise that. Play to your strengths. Look at what gives you joy. What kind of people give you joy? Andy Lewis says to me all the time, that's not true, not all the time. Sometimes on text, when she checks in with me, like every fortnight, she'll send me a text and um, I were a bit down last week. She's like, is it bringing you joy? Joy, yeah. Is it bringing you joy? Or I think I wrote it down in my notes. Is it bringing you joy? I think I wrote that, that, that to be fair. I, I wrote that. I'll take the glory for that. Or I think there's, there's a, there's, um, is it bringing you clo closer or further away from your goal, what you're doing? Yeah. So this is, we're, we're, uh, it's bringing me a lot of joy. Yeah. And it's enhancing our brand and the fresh brand. And it's good and people like listening to it yeah. because they tell us. So this is good. Yeah, definitely. And so not all clients are right. Not all work is right. Don't no. waste your time and your energy. Do what brings you joy. Find the people that you get on with that fit your culture, your brand, your ethos, your personality. Work with those guys. Have a laugh. Have the banter. Enjoy and love what you do with people that feel the same. And it doesn't feel like work. If you bring on the wrong business and the wrong clients and the wrong work, it feels like work. It takes up so much time. It slows your growth down, stops you from progressing, stops you from finding your tribe oh. because you're so focused on dealing with these problems. Then when you're dealing with problems, you're in a negative space. When you're in a negative space, you think negatively and you attract more negativity. So try and cl climb out of that or avoid it altogether by saying no and because positivity breeds positivity like negativity does. So try and be in a more positive mindset. It is absolutely terrifying saying no to business, especially if you've not done it before. When you first do it because you think, holy shit, what if, what if I say no to this and nobody else wants to work with us and we have no more business, no more money, no sales? And you have that in your mind. But then when you say no... It's actually so empowering to have values and principles in, in integrity and to stand proudly by them no matter what. That was nice to listen to. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what I was also saying is that there are going to be these clients that come along and these prospects that come along that you think to yourself, you know, they might be a really nice, shiny, sexy brand and you, and you think, wow, if I could do this piece of business, it would give me huge credibility in this yeah. market and it would... so. I would say just look at that risk versus reward piece. So we're working with a brand at the moment that's about to go live. 
Um, I think today, next, anyway. And it's been tough. It's been tough. Oh, really? Yeah. Tough, yeah. Okay. Tough to get, tough to, not, not, it, it was fairly easy getting the getting the deal over the line, but getting implementation live, and the, it's been hard work. They've been difficult to deal with. Yeah, they have been difficult to deal with, but it is going to be so worth it for our credibility and our portfolio that I took the decision that we're gonna have to we're gonna have to take a few on the chin here, and we're gonna have to um, bite the bullet a little bit just to get this brand live because when it goes, it's you know it's gonna okay. be super. And that's all right though, because you've 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 qualified it. Qualified. You've yeah. Okay. It might, it might be challenging, but we know what we're letting ourselves in for. We're ready. We're prepared. We've got a plan, and it's gonna be worth it. It's gonna bring you closer to your goals. It, when you get do it, it will give you joy. It will give us joy, and we can introduce new products next year. Yeah. And you know we can we can solidify more of a relationship, and hopefully when we introduce the new products, uh, it'll be a little bit easier. And I think that's fine. It's understanding why you're doing something and not just doing it because you're just saying yes to everything. Don't, it's just not compromising, isn't it? You, if you think there's there's enough in it for us, it's going to give us joy. It might be a little bit challenging, but but the overall reason for doing it is worth it. But if it's just someone being challenging for the sake of being challenging and it isn't going to bring you anything better or different, that is different. And it's just not compromising on you. Your values, your ethics, your integrity, your, your vision and your, no. your goals, I suppose, and who you are as a person. Yeah. The book, How Full Is Your Bucket? Is yeah. Have you read it? Uh, it's it's in my bedroom. Emily, yeah, Emily lent it me. Yeah. When we usually book club at Fresh, we got a load in. And yeah. it's a really, it's a small book. It won't take you long to read it. It's taken me but two years. Basically, <laughs> it's about it's about positivity and that you have a book bucket of positivity. People take from your bucket. It might get a hole or a leak, and it will drain down, and then maybe it'll become empty, which is not good. That's when so you get empty. Laura gets to burn out. Exactly. And cries. Well, if you think of it like a car fuel tank. Like if it gets to empty, well, you stop. You know, you break do. down the side of the road. You need someone to come and help you. Or you need to go walk to get a jerry can and some fuel. And it's, it's shout out Jerry, <laughs> Jerry and his can. Um, so it's just making sure that you, whatever you, your cup filled, your bucket filled, keep it filled up by things that give you joy. So when the things don't give you joy, and the things that you probably should say no to, you don't. You've still got a relatively decent amount of positivity and happiness in your bucket as a reserve. So it's. It isn't just about saying no. It's about thinking about why you should say no and um, what happens if you don't and then kind of building up some kind of reserve or backup just in case. You can't say no if someone is really struggling or you forget or you just don't. Protect your time. Protect Do your time. stuff that Protect brings yourself. you joy in work and out of work. That's really, really important. If you need to go to the gym at lunchtime for half an hour to get on treadmill or... Do it! If you can, <laughs> get out there and do it. Because go for you a walk. Go for a walk. Get some fresh air. Listen to some music. Get your... I don't Just need... I don't, not whatever get gives you joy. It could be really small. Eating a, li a little bit of chocolate. Eating a lot of chocolate. I'm eating a lot of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it every day. No, I'm not. That won't give you joy overall. Uh, <laughs> no, it won't. Momentary joy. But yeah, and don't be a pushover. Value yourself. Value your, your time. time. Value yeah. <laughs> absolutely because it's the only thing we've really got isn't it yeah what else have and we it's got one thing that you can't make more of you can't what you goes can up and never comes friends, down you can make more time. money but you can and never make more time yeah so straight through to yourself to your brand your business your integrity and protect yourself keep your bucket full 
Yeah, and say no more, but don't be a dick about it. I Explain. <laughs> Tony's got his don't be a dick t-shirt on, which I'm very happy about. You don't have to be, saying no doesn't mean you're being a dick. You just, just have to say, explain, listen, I can't come to this because explain. of this. I'm really sorry. Try to give people notice, like don't do it on the day like I have done sometimes <laughs> recently. Because you are letting people down then, but sometimes you can't help it and you absolutely need to. No, it's fine. But try to give people notice and just explain why you can't do it. And most people, especially the ones that love you and care for you and are important, will understand. They will. And if they don't, then you've definitely not made for you. the right decision by saying no. They're not for you, are they? No. Absolutely not. Okay. So I feel like, for me, I feel like I was a bit more low-key here. But I feel like, like I have been struggling recently. I know you have. So this is probably, it's probably why. why. It's probably because I've not been in the fresh office. That is, prob- that is probably why. Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, hopefully next next week I'll be uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. <laughs> This has been episode 123 of A Fresh Perspective on Business Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to, please follow us and leave a five-star review because I think it is five stars. If, you, if it's less than five stars, please send Vicky a Taylor a message on LinkedIn as to why it isn't five stars. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and indeed SoundCloud. And why don't you, if you like it, why don't you tell per- one person you know At about our podcast? Yeah, please do. It's Christmas time, so there's loads of stuff happening all over the Fresh Perspective social media at the moment. All over Facebook, Instagram, TikToks. There's some YouTube reels that um, I think I'm going to do as well that um, Laura's just been talking about. But Our YouTube is looking pretty sharp right now. Mm. And soon to be a a video of Tony and Tom on the Fresh Perspective LinkedIn, so please do um, stay tuned for this... uh, broadcasting extravaganza if you want to find out more, more information you can check out the website which is fp-resourcing.co.uk what's fp stand for laura fresh perspective brilliant thank you very much and we will see you for a proper yuletide edition next week Woo. <laughs>